Creative Differences All right, what's up, everybody? Hey, hey, what's up, you guys? Hey, We're back. Oh, oh we already peaked. Volume already peaked. <laughs> oh. That was on your end. Really? Yeah. Oh, it's the bass. I went, hey, what's up, you guys? Like, it's loud. Yeah? <laughs> it didn't happen again. Oh. Okay, ready? Restart. Three, two, one. Hey, hey what's up, guys? You know, we're back. We're <laughs> the JoJo Siwa. No, I got it. What's up, everybody? Hey, you Welcome guys. Welcome back to sixth episode. Six. <laughs> Is it the Girl, sixth episode? Girl, only episode six. How we quit after five? Wait, wait, wait. One, two, three, four, five, six. No, this is the seventh. Oh, oh we had okay. a whole We're season. Fine. We had yeah. a whole season. That that's is a that's, that's an album. That's any HBO show. That <laughs> girl, that's an album. Yeah, we're good. That's. <laughs> Can you imagine having a six-track run like that? Can you imagine only having five episodes out? That's embarrassing. Oh my god! Like, are you a quitter? <laughs> um. Anyway, so it's episode seven. That's a lucky number for some people. So if you're one of those practicing seven truthers, congrats. You should play the you should play the lottery today. <laughs> you should. It's a good day for you. I can feel it in my bones. Uh, you guys. Hey. Hey. Sorry. <laughs> Long time no see. Um. Since we last recorded an episode, um, <laughs> the WGA both went on strike and, and got a got deal. Off. So, and so what it's is, been a while. And what'd you do with your life? <laughs> that's what I thought. <laughs> that's what I said to myself at the mirror. <laughs> and what did you do? At the gym. You guys, when Chelsea goes to the gym, Some states. she slays. When I go to the gym, I watch movies. Right. <laughs> and that's the whole reason I got the membership at this gym, because it has the <laughs> equipment that plays movies while it blows cold air at you. <laughs> You're like a fucking dog. So I can like. <laughs> You're like a puppy dog who like I needs am like a puppy dog. <laughs> It's like I can watch Hunger Games and feel like I'm in the game. Because <laughs> like, you're running around. I'm running and I feel the wind blowing. When at you me see Katniss running, like, you pick oh up your God, speed. This you're is like, like girl. 4D. AMC needs to offer this. Elliptical Wait, movies. What is Katniss's running speed on the treadmill? <laughs> Katniss's running speed, I think, matches mine, which is like four. Oh. Like, that's it, girl. You can walk that. Do you walk or do you run? Um, I actually do the stair climber. Oh, then that's actually really respectable. I do five. Oh shit. Yeah, fuck. Girl, no, I'm not kidding. I just yes, a girl who can climb the stairs like Bitch. a boss, badass lady. <laughs> <laughs> it's a mukbang episode, is what it is. Oh, I hope you guys understand. Like season two, we're doing nothing but mukbang. Mm-hmm. Mukbang. We're thinking we could get food sponsorships this way. <laughs> Who's going to sponsor us first? Well, Reese has sponsored us first season. Oh, why? I don't know. I would mm. just turn on. I mean, I love Reese's. And it would be like Reese's ad. Where would you put them? Like, are they in your top 10? Um, mm, no, easy. it isn't my top 10, though. That's top like three. basically a Reese's. What? A tag along Girl Scout cookie. <laughs> Are we talking about candy? I mean, that's basically candy. I'm not doing this with you right now. I'm not having this debate. <laughs> but I just know, good good listeners, the good ones, if you come at me with some fucking cookies during a candy debate, you will be laughed at. 
<laughs> hey guys, I'm just letting you know if you work at Trader Joe's, you need to be a little bit kinder. <laughs> I just think that's something that needs to be said. And some of you need to be a little less kind. Right. I wonder if, um, like, people in a relationship with a Trader Joe's employee <sighs> are, like, ashamed that they're... They have to be. Like, in the same way that, like, men are, like, my girlfriend, I can't date a stripper. Uh, you know what I mean? Uh, yeah, bro. Yeah. I do. <laughs> no, but I actually agree with you because it is very much like being a harlot as a service worker so harlot's a beautiful name for a baby <laughs> <laughs> what would your uh what would your drag name be oh my god i've been thinking about this mm. i think my drag name would be like big tits <laughs> <laughs> and then i'd be like coming to the stage big tits <laughs> i think that's a great drag name <laughs> Oh my god, that's really good. Mm-hmm. Big tits. I've been writing drag names though. Oh yeah, no, the best one's absolutely big tits. <laughs> the other ones are LED. <laughs> <laughs> Bitch, <laughs> what? I see the vision. Because I was like, you know what? Like, that's only the second. <laughs> Keep going. <laughs> I'm having fun. If mistake. Yeah. Right. Bad. No. And Lily Pulitzer Prize. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> uh. So I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> Lily Pulitzer Prize. Well, yes. Um, what are your drag names? I don't have any. Fun. No, that's really <laughs> Thank you. Why would I? Why would you think I have drag names? It's because you posited the question to me, so then I figured yeah, I. Yeah, but you're gay. The question to you. <laughs> like, of course, I would say that. Oh too. my! Oh yeah, sorry. Of course. Like, <laughs> what? Why would? Uh, why would I? No drag names for myself. Um, we haven't why haven't actually we been around it's because i moved home and 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 what else oh yeah oh my god i had almost forgotten so listeners Mm. basically what happened is we went to the renaissance world tour yes um tickets that we both played a role in securing (laughs) true i would say Mm. so we get to the concert very early mind you we great time great time have fun we're having a great time we secure shirts and okay you know what guys like it's my first time seeing beyonce i'm excited i'm avoiding all spoilers of the concert you know i see a video of her on my timeline i scroll what's that gonna do for me besides spoil it you know like so i (laughs) became blissfully unaware of a certain trend yeah so um (laughs) (laughs) yes it's a thing in the beyonce renaissance world tour that has since ended that um beyonce sings a line from the song energy Mm, i know it well where she goes do you Mm. she goes um the lyric i i believe is look around everybody on mute look around it's me and my crew Big 
energy. Love so the that. thing is, though, such a hype song. The thing is, though, that when it's sung at the Renaissance World Tour, after Beyonce says, "Look around, everybody on mute," um, the whole stadium it is their civil duty mm. to shut the fuck up. Where were the Where were the signs then? They were there. They were outside the stadium. Remember to mute. Yeah. I thought they meant my cell phone. Nope. So, <laughs> <laughs> How was I to know? So, ev- you could hear a fucking pin drop at the SoFi Stadium. <laughs> you might as well have gone to heaven and asked God for no noise. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Until Miles goes... Look around, it's me and my crew, all big, and I... Oh, my God. <laughs> oh. It... I would like to say... You... you what? I would what? like to say... What? I was... What? <laughs> you were what? Loud? Drunk. Yeah. And? I was drunk. Okay. And whose fault is that? Yours. So far, because... but... Everyone was drunk. That's no excuse. And you guys, you won't even know what happens next. Not only our section, but the entirety of SoFi Stadium turns their head at once. (laughs) (laughs) If looks could kill you guys. To look at us. I wouldn't wouldn't be here today talking. And Beyonce doesn't look because her look could kill so we'd be dead. But Beyonce, mic down. Takes her left hand, wipes her hair behind her ear, <laughs> and goes, Well, so close. Y'all almost won. And then everyone takes out their guns. <laughs> no, literally. And then you guys Point at that it show, at us, at- shoot. Thank God they were all filled with blanks. <laughs> 75,000 blanks. But we're really scared. And honestly, you guys, I will say Chelsea cried instantly because she has literally no ability to take criticism. I, however, as a steel soldier of greatness in my heart and self-confidence, I didn't even flinch. I was confident in that. I was happy. I was excited. Beyonce recognized me in that moment. So we just haven't really been on the same page about this catastrophe. And we don't, I, you know what, Chelsea? I don't think we ever fucking will be. So if you want to get past it, we can continue this podcast. The <laughs> only way out of the jungle is through. <laughs> <laughs> yes. And that's what we're doing, recording this episode today for you. So what else is new? What um, I also I saw Dix the Musical last night, which mm, was... Speak on this, please. Dix the Musical, covered by Megan Thee Stallion, was... Bad. Mm. It started off promising, where it was like, oh, this is one of those things that's like so stupid it'll be funny, but right, they yeah. kind of hit a point where it was no longer funny. It was just stupid. Oh. But I don't know. Maybe I might get high and like watch it again one day and maybe really love it. Maybe it's like genius. It's very like Wet Hot American Summery, which is one of my favorite movies of all time. I just think it didn't quite make me laugh the same way that that movie mm. does. It was just as absurd though. Um, But Megan the Stallion was great in it. Um, How do you feel about her acting? It was good. I mean, it was like a dumb thing, so she didn't yeah. have to be like 
an amazing actor and she was basically playing herself her just i do love that everything she's featured in it's just her yeah i'm so. like no exactly girl <laughs> so she, it, yeah she did good um yeah but like it was no theater camp it was no mm. bottoms it was no still didn't see bottoms honestly that's fine oh yeah i also saw a movie what elementals Um, what'd you think of sadness uh, um you guys elementals disney needs to chill with these (laughs) with this like weird obsession with like portraying sad stories from different cultures um but not like what culture is elemental girl it's literally asian culture i'm like girl the fire elementals are supposed to represent like traditional like like chinese japanese people what? I'm serious. It's so weird. And then the water people are supposed to be white people. And they're not a lot of touch. Mm. Elemental's a different movie than the one I'm thinking of. You're I thinking think. of Inside Out. I am thinking of Inside you said, Out. You said something about sadness, and I was like, this bitch is lost. Elemental's the one with the non-binary yes, like, water drop. Yes, yes. Right? Who is in for literally <laughs> one minute. <laughs> doesn't say a line either. It- he doesn't even get a line. Like, that's crazy. How you have a non-binary character, he don't speak. Oh, they don't speak. <laughs> Sorry, y'all. I, they gave he they. So, <laughs> so maybe I'm wrong. Oh, now I'm the one who should be canceled. Well, maybe they should let him speak. Let it speak. Let it him them. speak. Let it speak. Wait, you guys. Stop. Don't get me. I'm literally not my day. Like... This is impossible. This is impossible. Um, yeah, you guys. Basically, it's a it's a movie. No. Um, I would give it a three out of ten. Okay, what's the last thing we should That's talk about? That's your money. I was called theatrical at theatrical. Theatrical. <laughs> I was called theatrical at work. We saw Beyonce. We stopped talking. We started talking. I want to know if people we, we saw can, like... Ha- no, no, no. I have to wrap up. Okay. What do you want to know? How much money do you think could fit inside of a person's body so that I could, like, you as a piggy bank? <laughs> I'm going to cut you open and use you as a piggy bank. Army, please. <laughs> Calm down. Army, hive. Army Hive, don't come for us. <laughs> I know y'all exist. No, because if you do come for us, I'm scared y'all are gonna eat us. Your neck and Zombies. pull hundred dollar bills out you like you're my personal little piggy bank. <laughs> oink 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 cha ching. <laughs> Title of app. <laughs> <laughs> right. Oh. I actually agree. Oh, you guys, this is for my capstone. It's <laughs> gonna be the title of app. Okay, okay. So that's enough chit chat for the day. That was good for Save It for the Chit chat. Our guest just arrived to the studio, so we're gonna go grab her grab. and we'll be back in a sec. Volume up for our interview jingle. One, two, two three. three. Come see me, perceive me, believe me, don't leave me. I need you, I want you, I want to know more about you. Tell me more information. Tell me more information. Tell me more information. Tell me more information. Uh, Our first guest hails from Nevada. Reno. Reno. 
really, in my opinion, one of the great thinkers of the world. One a the, philosopher? One of the great philosophers, <laughs> one of the great writers. Every word that she puts to paper is like gospel to me. <laughs> it's true. She's a rising star. Rising. Future legend. Y'all don't understand how early you're getting in on this. Yeah, we're we're getting rid of the gatekeeping. We're actually done gatekeeping, we're okay? We're done gatekeeping. We've... <laughs> we're putting y'all on. <laughs> Listen up. Catch up, mustards. Our first guest <laughs> is... Skeletosphere! Ah! Oh. Hello. <laughs> Thanks for having me. My mouth is full of fries, but I'm here. They know. It's a mukbang episode. We've been, to- <laughs> we've been chewing, munching. Sipping. Sipping. Swirling. <laughs> Anything else? Metastasizing <laughs> all episode. Um, yeah, so first question, what are your thoughts on Taylor? Oh, <laughs> um, <laughs> damn. So, I'm sweating. Right, no, right. <laughs> I want to watch the movie. I want to watch it. I think, mm. I think it'll be a good movie. That's exactly where I'm at. Yeah. I think my opinion will change, actually, oh. after the movie. It'll oh, change on her? Now. Yeah, I think... I mean, currently, it's, you know, I respect her. Mm. She does what she needs yeah. to do. Yeah. She has hits. Yeah. Millie got Millie, because Millie, Millie, Millie got, got hits. Exactly. You know, like, I get it. Yeah. But I'm not like, I, I don't know. It's not like, oh, when I wake up in the morning, wake I'm like, up in the morning, thank God Taylor Swift is here. Taylor. <laughs> yeah. You're not there. You're not there. No. <laughs> Chelsea, where are you? Oh, my God. I, like... Over the course of the past couple years, have sort of slowly been becoming a Taylor fan. Mm. It started when I lived in Santa Cruz, and one of my roommates was a Swifty, like Ooh. lifelong. But she's also like really cool and not annoying about it. So that mm. was kind of a gateway into it. Was like seeing another cool person whose music taste I respected, mm-hmm. being like, no, 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 she's really good. Mm-hmm. So then I started listening at like Evermore, I think. Oh, and then since then have like respected it more and more and then i wasn't going to go to the arrows tour because it was so hard to get tickets and i was like well i'm not that big of a fan i don't need to see her and then um my mom's co-workers were all spending like thousands to get Eras tickets and then my mom was like i just don't get it like what is all the like hype about blah 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 so then i i was having lunch with her and i spent like 30 minutes explaining all of the taylor lore to my mom (gasps) to the point where i almost got emotional talking about (laughs) it and then i was like maybe i should go like maybe i'm a fan and so then i put out a feeler on instagram being like so long shot but if anyone has a taylor ticket you know where to find me and <laughs> and someone reached out and offered me a ticket for a hundred dollars, which is like Whoa, getting an Hermes bag for like a <laughs> dollar. Like, and it was also shout out Mora for listening. I was like, also like, oh my god, cool, like love her. This will be so much fun. Oh, came straight from work, saw it, and I was like, yeah, that was. I had like the best time at that show, yeah. and I was in the Period. rafters. I was like in the back, back, back. Nosebleeds. Like I wasn't behind the stage like some people were, but I was like in <laughs> like some people. <laughs> <laughs> right, there was some judgment. But I was in the back, 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 and I still managed to have so much fun. So then, I'd consider myself a fan now, but still not. She's still not the number one. She'll never be that girl. Um, my favorite thing about our podcast is when we invite a guest on and 
just talk <laughs> about ourselves. Well, Scalesby <laughs> is a friend and has also been on the podcast before. Oh, this is true. <laughs> yeah. Real listeners yeah. will recognize this uh-huh. beautiful angelic, angelic voice. voice. <laughs> sick. Anyways, um, Skeletosphere oh. has a new album coming yeah. out titled I'm testing you. Oh. No? Mm-mm. Titled Soda. Real fans. That's the album title? I thought that was the I thought that was the song. No, it's the whole EP. EP is a good drag name. The lead mm? oh. <laughs> The lead single. No. No, it's, it's not soda anymore. No, there's no lead single. <gasps> It's just an EP. All right, so talk a little bit about the upcoming EP release of Soda. Ooh, well, Soda has been in the works for a really long time, but it's my first EP that I made like completely from scratch with like every instrument, me and my band making on our own, like Ooh. putting everything together. So it's gonna sound awesome. And it also like, it's so fun. It's kind of dark, obviously. Well, Com- yeah. Comes with the territory. Yeah. But it's really fun, and I am just excited to like put out something fun. So, Wait, fun. I'm excited. so I have a question yes. in regards to recording the instruments for the album or yeah. the EP. I'm sorry. So is that done in a studio or is that done in where you guys rehearse? And how is it done? Like, what? Who does the microphone and tech stuff? Um, it's done in my bedroom Period. Period. <laughs> or my living room. Um, and yeah, we just like mic. I mean, mostly we just track like bass and guitar at home and then mm-hmm. drums we like send off to somebody else. But, yep. um, but yeah, we just do all of it ourselves and it's, it's like really, really swift, really fast, you know, <laughs> pens on the paper. You're like, no. I have an idea. It's like, it takes a long time to like finish everything but like the mm. songs get written in like an hour and oh. like recorded in like two maybe but <laughs> period we're quick we're quick. okay so for those of us who were fans of love taker <gasps> which by the way listener if you haven't already listened to love taker the cold. former ep by skeletosphere um you're late, late. turn it on listen to hits number you're, one hits you're literally my blood, on spotify boy right now. among others for those of us who were fans of Love Taker, what differences can we expect of the sound in Soda? Okay, sound. Oh, I think the one word that I've been using to describe Soda in my mm. mind is dirty. Oh. And I think that that is like what all of the instruments, the everything, that's what it sounds like to me. Dirty. And it's like different from Love Taker because although Love Taker, the whole EP was like very like... It was like grunge and like pop rock. Um, it was very clean. It had like a feeling, like a through line. And I think mm-hmm. Soda is much more, it's like unexpected. It's very much like a, a rock EP. And I think that's kind of scary Ooh. to be like, okay, now we're like fully, you like know, stepping we're in. fully stepping like, in and like, I don't know if you'll like it. Like, I don't know who will like... be who will be there, but yeah, it's, it's totally a different path. So. Oh my God. Wait, that's so exciting. Do you have any... <laughs> big plans for the release any shows that we can come see that will be announced in the coming future but obviously of course like these these were all written with the with the idea that they would full intent that they would be live that's that's them at their max max capacity literally this is so true you guys like 
the live performance aspect of Skeletus Fierce music, it's something y'all can't really sleep on. It's true. And she also sells awesome merch that will oh, fit you so especially true. well if you have the measurements of a seventh <laughs> grader. <laughs> I do have more merch coming out too. So what you saw, you saw. Yes. But there'll be more to see. Oh uh, you, you saw, but, but there, there will be, be more to see. see. Like that's <laughs> going on my epitaph. Like I'm when I die. Our obsession with epitaph. Um second question oh. or maybe it's not the this second. is like the eighth question <laughs> but yeah what's your favorite song on love taker Ooh. right now tell them everything oh tell them everything yeah I'm sorry y'all no, that one's so um, good live too r.i.p headphone users i'm i just love that song <laughs> Peaked as fuck when you said that. I love that song. I'm excited. Yeah, that's my favorite song, and it became like so much bigger. Also, when we decided to play it live, like on the yes, yes. I'm telling you, when you played that shit live, I was like, wait, 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 like because the (laughs) intro to it, everything. You were like, this song. Oh, um, you know what's about? What if you're gonna if you're gonna go around and tell them what happened in our relationship? Tell him everything. Ah, it was just, yeah, that was really a true Taylor a Swift gag. intro. No, it was a guy. It was a guy. And it was great. Because it was like Taylor Swift and then rock. Like, oh my God. You're kidding. Yeah. You know, you guys, you know those relationships <laughs> <No>. <laughs> where they start talking. I want you to know song intros are harder than they seem. Like, oh, and let's you, talk about that. Yeah, I was like, can you actually please let's, tell us like it's the most awkward thing in my life. Right. Like, because do you plan I it out? turn into a comedian all the time. <laughs> I'm trying to make everybody laugh. Like I, you know, hats off hats off, like sweater off. Like guys, like you have to laugh. You have to react to what I'm gonna say. And then I kind of like people in my band were like, you you're talking a lot in between the sides. I'm oh. like, it's cause there has to be like you have to understand what why I'm about to sing what I'm about to sing. Right. right like, but then, you know, I see that there's beauty in like no context. There's beauty in interpretation. Like I, I, I understand. Oh. It's true, but I, I love it because I need to know right. how you were feeling when you were writing it because then it just makes the song so much better i'm like yeah. oh my god that's the thing like, if you ever want to find out what one of my songs is about you have to come to the <laughs> you show do, cause and it i will is tell explained. you what it's about right yeah. uh. and we'd be calling people out for sure it's true no it's true <laughs> my name uh. first last first and, and last and middle um <laughs> what else oh my god your blog oh, talk yes. about do you want to talk about the blog yeah. or no okay please talk about the blog first, first please drop the name of the blog the blog I know is it. called Fizzy Sugar Lime. No, I know. It's for the viewers I so know, they can And it's on Blogspot. So it's basically fizzysugarlime.blogspot.com. Period. And basically, I started a blog because I think it's really cool and I always wanted to do it. And I have like a lot of theories I come up with. This is true. That I just don't, that I'm like, I need to go in depth into this, you know? I tweet a lot. I do threads. Mm. But that wasn't enough. It, it has wasn't. to be like a fully like 500 words like, <laughs> like, article. Like what happened? What I'm making articles. So I did. I started that and like it's called Fizzy Sugar Lime, which is like kind of related to soda. I was say, uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. And it all started because I really like fizzy water and like fizzy drinks. So soda was the EP title like before we even wrote like the first song off of it last summer mm-hmm. because I was like, that's just what it feels like. I love, I love words like 
I stick to like one word or one thing and that'd be love taker random word I was like mm. this whole thing has to be about this word so everything has to be about soda mm. back to your blog okay for context I've always been a fan of not just the music but the words that comes from the words Skeletosphere and Carla and all of her social media presences to the point that I'll get texts occasionally being like I'm going off of Twitter, so if you need to reach me, text me. <laughs> and I'm like, no! no! There's no one else who could text me that where I'd actually care. I wouldn't even care. No, I'm not kidding. You Carla can... texts me, I'm taking a break from Twitter, and I'm like, oh, no! Like, Fuck, what am I gonna do? It kinda is like tragedy. <laughs> like, you know the bitches that announce they're going on social media breaks? No one cared. Carla announces this shit. I'm not kidding. Like, my day, my week is worse. My days are darker <laughs> oh my God. the sky is gray i show my mom your close friends post sometimes and i'm just like like isn't she a genius, <laughs> Such like, a genius. so do you remember they're... any specific one yeah they're all perfect chelsea definitely texted me about one really recently <laughs> I need to find it. i'm sure i could pull it up which one was it <laughs> i'm kind of scared to say this <laughs> that's Wait, what say you it know. and i'll cut it yeah we can cut it <laughs> oh my God. Oh, it was like, I've had many gay boyfriends, and that's what being bisexual really is. <laughs> <laughs> and it's true, like, and it's no so shade. Good. I just have, like, great tastes in guys. It's yeah. true. It's <laughs> really true. That is one true. of your best. That's <laughs> like, <laughs> that is what it's about, y'all. It's true. That's the oh. kind of content you see if you're one of the, get this, 20 people. Oh. There's no one on, like, oh that's God, how many, wait. I have, it's like, exclusive. about that amount on mine, too. Oh. I'm on the close friends of people who I haven't spoken to in years. Isn't that crazy? And I'm like, yeah. get me off of <laughs> <No>. <laughs> I'm like, Help. you have issues, get real friends. Get privacy. <laughs> They're probably Learn just to... not putting everything they think on it like yeah. I right. am, and that's where the privacy comes from. But for me, I'm like, you're sharing your deepest, deepest darkest. darkest on there, and with me, I don't, I'm not deserving of that. Yeah. <laughs> Um, and with me. But anyway, so I'm just a major fan of the <laughs> the infinite internet presence of Skeletosphere, which is why I'm so ashamed that it took me so long to read a blog post. Uh. But once I read a blog post, it just solidified it. Because I was like, <laughs> it's not that you're just like funny and quippy in passing. But I was like, no, no, no. She's No, 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 you guys. She's a writer. <laughs> she's a great writer and true. thinker. I was reading your your blog post i'm gonna butcher the title but it's like no one gets a girl like a guy from the east coast <laughs> yes that was actually you, word for word, yeah, word. Yeah. imperfect god there was one quote in it that was like <laughs> dating someone because they like the same music taste as you mm. is like hitting someone's vape to know what mm. they what their lungs feel mm, like <laughs> mm, mm, <laughs> like y'all don't know real writers and I was laughing, laughing, and then he went, sorry, I couldn't think of a better analogy, and I was like, of course you couldn't, couldn't think of a better that analogy. That was the best analogy possible. <laughs> like, girl, of course. Oh my god. Anyways, and this, I'm just like gassing you now to your face, <laughs> what the podcast is. It's true. But... I'm just saying that the music is a reflection of the esteemed writer that I've come to know. Mm. And I haven't heard the new EP, but I'm sure that hasn't gone away. I'm so excited. Are there any, like, 
lyrical themes of the EP that you'd like to hint at? I think it's very, it's very self-deprecating and like, but like in a, in a good way, I think like there's like a lot of, well, not self-deprecating, like self-reflection. I was going to say like maybe like self-awareness. Yeah, self-awareness and then a lot it's very fun so it kind of talks about like the extremes of like being a girl mm. like especially now how we're all like trying to understand what it is to like be a girl to right. like being a woman mm. so there's a song that's kind of like a ode to being a girl in a way that you're like i can do like nothing wrong i'm not thinking about too much like what mm. i want to say something because you know if i want to write a deep song like and i have like I have written slower, more somber mm. songs that I'm sure people will be thrilled to hear no, given like the reception of the last saddest fuck song. They um, they aren't ready. <laughs> but and, yeah, by that, ready. and by that I mean me. Are you <laughs> mean? Yeah. I love mean. Yeah. I've cried. I to was mean. blasting mean in my car. I've cried to mean many a night. <laughs> I remember I that her. night that that song came out. Miles was like over at our place. Not and well. then Miles is like sitting, <laughs> like starts playing it and goes pauses it and leaves and it's like I'm gonna listen to this when I get home I was like I'm trying to hang on my girls have a good night and I'm so happy I was so happy for you I was like this is such a good song but oh my god loving me isn't easy and I'm sure if it was I would too I literally was like um yeah actually my friends don't understand when I say I'm a fan of their music I like mean it that's so Wow. I'm serious. I'm a listener. Mm, a listener. However, oh. Carla doesn't listen to the podcast consistently. <laughs> Why do you say that? I listen to, yeah, I, know I it have to be listened true. to it. Period. It's my, like, but it makes me miss you guys. So it's, like, Aww. tough, you know, because I'm like, I wish I was just talking to them. <laughs> I don't want to That be, was like, genius marketing right there. Oh, no, like, that's how you spin it, y'all. That's how you fucking <laughs> spin it. It's a hard it. PR team. <laughs> yeah, it's like, girl. She's been media <laughs> trained. She literally. did the media training She doesn't need a PR team. There. I'm letting you know, like. <laughs> wow. Oh, this is so sick. I, I can't listen to it. It makes me miss you too much. No, I said, oh. oh. Like, a genius again. No, a genius. I literally like and my if that god. That doesn't hint at how good the music's gonna be. That I don't know the what dumb. does. Off the dumb. If, did you read my post about the love songs, Chelsea? <laughs> Say the full title. You're supposed to make love songs. Mm. I didn't read the whole thing. No. Okay, it's um. It kind of reminds me a lot of the EP, like the vibe of Ooh. it, because I think that first of all, I have like a lot of conundrums. I think with like making rock music and then one of them is being like oh if i want to be taken like seriously as a rock artist Mm. i can't make songs that are like fun or like annoying you know like i can't make like super girly songs where i'm talking about like oh my god i'm a girl you know because you want to be like taken seriously but i was like that's so annoying like fuck that and i'm gonna write whatever i want that's punk period it is it literally is and that's punk so you know (laughs) settling into that just being like super open and honest in the in the ep and then that what that um post was about was about how you're kind of often told that girls like make love songs and they write about people and it's like all like a fucking thing about love but then mostly it's just like about yourself even if it's about love it's about how you think about love Mm -hmm. and like you interpret love so yeah i realized that like all the songs on the ep none of them are like about a person they're all about like like how what's happening to me like in that situation especially like mean if you think about it like Mm -hmm. oh yeah that's about that's about me it's not about like i miss you and like 
I don't give a fuck, girl, to be no. honest. <laughs> it's really how this is affecting me. Yeah, and that's that's kind of the whole thing. So it was a, a cool, cool way to frame it, I think. I like that a lot. Mm. Oh, I'm so excited for like, it. What's the release date? November 2nd. So like ah. a week and a half. Oh my god. Oh my god. Next literally week? Wait, next week. That's so soon. Well everyone, you're literally welcome. You're we're literally welcome. having the future of music here on the pod today. Okay. No, 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 stop laughing. Yeah, I was like, I'm it's serious. not fucking funny. Not like sh- shit isn't funny to me. <laughs> it's serious. <laughs> like y'all listen to Skeletosphere. Stream Skeletosphere at S K E L E T O S P H E R E. On, on Instagram, Instagram and Spotify. Spotify. Woo! Skeletosphere, thank you for being on the podcast today. It was an honor having you. Aww. Would you like to have one one last phrase? Oh. Since you are so articulate Some for our yes for our viewers. Oh, well, thank you guys so much for having me. See, I didn't have to miss you because I had you now in mm-hmm. the flesh. So I appreciate you giving me the chance to witness it all in real life. Oh. And to the listeners. Keep keep going on, you know. Mm. Keep it pushing. I like, needed that. We have, keep going on. <laughs> we have goals to meet, dreams to make come mm. true. Like, mm. oh my god! All right, stream soda when it comes out November second on all platforms. <laughs> and yeah, stay tuned for our next. Our next guest. Our next guest. Aww. All right, say bye. 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 Our final guest is a longtime friend and mentor of the Creative Differences podcast. He helped us get the podcast up and running in the first place. And he's also an esteemed podcast host himself with Vultures Switched on Pop. And we're so lucky to have him today. It is the one and only Nate Sloan. Cue music. Come see me, perceive me, believe me, don't leave me. I need you, I want you, I want to know more about you. Tell me more information. Tell me more information. Tell me more information. Tell me more information. Oh, well, well, well. Look who decided to show up. Okay, can you hear me now? Yeah, perfect. perfect how are you i am are you asking me yes i'm great thanks for asking chelsea it's great to see you it's been a minute i know um i'm well i the big big news in my life is my wife and i had our second baby in june <laughs> so we have two kids which is completely insane and Oh my god, wait, that's amazing. Congratulations. Oh, wait, now I feel bad. One of the <laughs> one of the questions I had prepared was specifically to make fun of the fact that you always bring up your family. But now I feel bad because it's actually a really great and beautiful thing. And I don't want to make fun of that. Now that you have two kids, it's a great and beautiful thing. Whereas before it was funny. It was like, oh, you know? <laughs> Like, who has one kid? I think it's fair game, but I'll leave that to you to uh, to decide. Summer baby. No, and I, I don't disrespect infants, you know? They can't fight back. That's true. Three, yeah. Three-year-olds, on the other hand. Exactly, yes. 
they have words. Yeah. Toddlers mentally are tougher than me. So I think that's <laughs> I'm punching up, actually. Yeah. <laughs> mentally punching up, physically. Before we start, Chelsea, tell me a little bit about what, what you're up to right now, what you're doing. I'm working at the same place I was working. I'm either doing an excellent job or a horrible job. And right now we're working on movie campaigns, mm. which is interesting. Yeah. Waiting for the SAG strike to end so that right. we can work with talent again. Oh, and oh, that's so cool. This morning I worked on Hunger Games. Oh. Hunger Games. Which they just got a SAG waiver, so we're probably going to be able to do a press junket with the talent, which will be fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, there's a Hunger Games prequel that no one asked for. Right, right. Mm -hmm. Thoughts on that? So that was a little shade. Are you not excited for the Hunger Games prequel? Um, I guess I I, I don't know. We we liked we uh, we we were down with the the Hunger Games original trilogy. I just you know I feel like. The royal no, I don't need to know the backstory of President Snow. Like, who? That's that's not interesting to me. That makes one of us. I feel like that. <laughs> I'm kidding. I spent a lot of time think, thinking. Well, yeah, <laughs> up, up, up in the middle of the night. What? But what? How did he get to be like how he is? Exactly. That's exactly. I what wish I someone would explain it to me. Yeah, I was like, what is the making of a man like that? It must have something to do with Rachel Zegler. Oh, my God. And now it's all being answered, finally. It must have something to do with Rachel Zegler. I'm but... glad I'm glad it's found its target audience. Yeah, mm. I'm glad a real fan is working on the marketing campaign for that. <laughs> I will say um, that... Okay, I, I will volunteer as tribute. Oh... No, that's it. That's true. Um, lovely attempt. We can stick to the comedy part. You can just answer the questions. No worries. Um, thank you, though. <laughs> yeah, noted. <laughs> Been put in my place. Thank you. Thank you. Okay. <laughs> all right. Let's get into the, the music of it all. Because... Brilliant. Because what are we here for? Are you going to introduce me or am I just... I, well, I, just... I was thinking we just jump into the interview and then Miles and I add an introduction. But I guess we should. And then you could be like, hey, guys. I just feel like you already jumped in in such a beautiful way. Right. Whatever. I mean, you're you're the you're the host. I, okay. But you're the expert. Right. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. No, go, go ahead and introduce me. I like that. I like a cold open. Thank you. Okay. In, in, so, in listener, ignore the rest. past five minutes of audio you just heard. The interview starts now. Okay. Our guest today is not a only a friend, but a mentor. A STEAM professor at a prestigious university in Southern California. And a professional musicologist and podcast host himself of the successful oh. miles switched on pop i hate go on yes yeah <laughs> not it is that it that's it yeah that's it Sorry. you wouldn't know for sure which is why i made you <laughs> chelsea <laughs> 
But what else? Don't, don't you have? Didn't you write down some more adjectives? Some more? Uh, yes, yes. Um, I like the schemed. That was nice. Miss. Um, other just um, uh, adoring husband to others, <laughs> uh, and a teacher to all. There we go. Nate Sloan. Great to be here. I hope you can hear my clapping in the audio. Long-time listener, first-time caller. Oh, wow. And it's true, which is crazy. We've been trying to get you on the podcast for a minute, but I believe last time you were sick, and then we stopped making it, and <laughs> all of the pieces have <laughs> fallen into place. Long time coming, yeah. Yes, and yes. a long time coming, but do you know what song that is? <laughs> oh... I don't, I don't respect this kind of gotcha journalism, Chelsea. Oh. <laughs> well, okay. One thing you need to have is respect for Chelsea if you're going to be on the pod. So, what song? What song is that? Give me, give me a little bit more of a melody. Oh. Okay, I'll hum a melody. I know, I know from listening to the pod that you've got a great voice. So. Oh. First compliment of the day. <laughs> um. Okay. Da na da na na na. Should I go on? <laughs> Wait. Wow. Sounds like a Taylor Swift song. It is. Is it, is it Getaway Car? No. No. What, it, what was that? It's If I give you the, the era, can you guess the song? Yeah, probably. <laughs> hopefully. It's Lover Era. Hmm. Mm. Mm. I got it. It's Miss Americana and the Heartbreak oh, Prince. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's right. That's right. It is. <sighs> you knew that. Okay. okay. Well, you knew that. It's been a good career, y'all. I had a good run. <laughs> it's okay. You still know. I think more about music than me. There's actually no proof of that at this point since I don't know that song, but... <laughs> Maybe we'll find out. Maybe you should be teaching the classes, Chelsea. Ooh. You're right. I think that'd be one way to pay off my student debt. From oh, you can play one of these podcast episodes in class instead of teaching. You're welcome. <laughs> They'll learn a lot. It's <laughs> true. Students could learn a lot just by listening to Creative Differences. Yeah. Okay, okay. well... Nate. Now yep. that we're done with the game portion. <laughs> so, so Nate, yes. for listeners at home who haven't heard of you, because, um, you know, we have a really wide reaching audience. Like we are out in the outskirts of Pennsylvania. We're up in the Arctic Circle. So I know a lot of people don't know about you up there. What made you want to commit to musicology as your profession? Was it like a song, an album, a concert? What was it? an idea it was not a, maybe a specific song or artist i was someone who always loved music who played a lot of music growing up i was really into jazz like in, in middle school and high school and i grew up in new york city so I, I was pretty spoiled in that respect like i got to go to some amazing jazz clubs and symphonies and and rock shows and, like all this stuff and i was like What's your favorite one from your childhood? Favorite jazz show? Um, I went to hear this band called Masada, which is like this Jewish jazz fusion. 
on New Year's Eve with my friends at a club in the Lower East Side called Tonic. And uh, it's it's both a a testament to maybe how nerdy I was, um, but also like how how I I knew I knew myself, you know, I I knew I was very comfortable with, with who I was. And that was an amazing that was an amazing night. Yeah. Fantastic. As I was saying, uh, I was really into music growing up, and I loved to to listen to it and play it. And but then when I started college, I I, I felt very confident that I wanted to do something completely different. I I, I was convinced that I wanted to study environmental science. Mm. So, Happens. So I took and and then I took a science class, and I and I and I thought, oh, I. I don't want to do that. Not good at science. This is <laughs> I've made I've made a terrible mistake. <laughs> Did you ever branch from music in high school, or was it just like when I got to when you got to college, you were like, yeah, I'm doing something new in college. Yeah, no, I was great. Great question, Chelsea. I was into uh, I was into into environmental stuff as well. I did a, I mean, I went I went to a really my my parents. Uh, this may be too much information for the pod, but. Whatever. My parents were both Never. teachers at a private school in New York City. Mm. And as a result, I got this um, incredible education uh, on a on a full scholarship, which was which is a real a, like a completely okay. experience. Nepo baby. And this this school um, had some really creative opportunities for students. So I got to do a project like my senior year where I wrote a score for a, a Charlie Chaplin silent film and you got to do, so that was like my music side. And then, but then you also got to do um, like a, like an internship. And I worked at a, a public park in what, like in near, near kind of near Columbia um, called Morningside park. And I would go there and just like learn about how to manage a park and, and how to mulch and, and weed. And, and so I was like, okay, so I I'm into this environmental thing. I want to keep pursuing this. And then I got to college and I, and I had this, I guess crisis is a, is a maybe a way to describe it where I'm like, Oh wait, the thing I thought I wanted to do is not what I wanted to do. Yeah. I've been there. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> relatable. And uh, I was like, "What do I do now?" I ended up taking some uh, some time off after my freshman year. I took a semester off, mm. and, I, and I and I was like, "I, I should." I, I worked in in the city and saved some money, and then I and then I traveled. I went to New Zealand, and I worked on an, an organic farm there for three months in exchange for like they gave me a place to stay and I worked on the farm and I was like, I, I need to get out of my comfort zone and step back from school and figure out what it is that I really care about. And after three months in remote New Zealand, I was like, I had, I had, that was when I realized I was when the light bulb went off and I was like, you know what I really miss is music. And then I went back to college and I took a music history class for the first time. And I learned about this thing called musicology and I, and I fell in love with it immediately. And then, and then it was like, there was kind of no looking back from there. Wow. So you hear that listeners, just one trip to New Zealand and you'll be good. So don't worry. Yeah. I mean, find your New Zealand. That, that could be a lot of things. 
But sometimes it is helpful to step back from the thing you're doing and gain some fresh perspective. And it doesn't have to be. And what I guess what I'm saying is like, it wasn't that I went to New Zealand and I was, and I, and I like heard some, like some monk, like played a magic chord for me. And I was like, ah, music. I just like had some time (laughs) to think and process and, and, and reflect. And I, and that's when I realized that music was the thing I really cared about. Right. Do you think, do you think a part of your original decision to go into environmental science was fueled completely by your love of environmental science or was it an idea that this is like just because I've had a similar experience. Mm. Was it sort of an idea that like your love for the arts couldn't be like a viable career choice or like a fear of that? Or was mm. and did any of that play into it? I think, no, I think I was very, was and remained passionate about supporting the environment. And that felt like a way to instrumentalize that. And then... I realized it wasn't going to fulfill me in the same way and that I could still do things for the environment in, you know, what, what, in, in my free time, I guess. Yeah. Uh, but no, I think I was a little burned out on music probably looking back on it. Cause I'd been really dedicated to it in high school and I played in like ensembles after school and on the weekends and, and it was really fulfilling, but it was also, I was also like, okay, I think I need to do something else now. That's kind yeah. of the exact logic we used when we took our four month break from the podcast. You know, yeah. like sometimes <laughs> to really appreciate what you have, you need to let it go for a second. That's right. And I can hear it. You sound refreshed. Right. Yeah. You can just podcast talk. was the, getting the stale after those five cheek. episodes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and speaking of five episodes, Nate. Yes. So Switched on pop is the <laughs> no one ever confirmed that's the right name, right? Like, <laughs> yes, yeah, switched on pop is your podcast. That's a question. <laughs> I just like I, I just like sitting in your discomfort, Miles. Yeah, I can tell. I, I was like, oh, okay, <laughs> it is switched on pop. A lot of people call it hooked on pop, See? but it, but it is in fact switched on pop. You got it exactly right. Yeah, well, you know, I do research for my podcast. I really I care. used to call it fresh on pop. I like that too. Honestly, <laughs> I, I might entertain those as better names than switched on pop, but that's the one but, we picked and that's the one we've still got. Well, back to my transition. So for switched on pop, we were just talking about how we got burnt out after five episodes. How do you keep going? I think oh. we have um over 300 so yeah it's it's something that we are able to navigate for a few reasons one is that we're we're in the really fortunate position that even though we have the systemic and and financial support of a podcast network vulture vox media we Uh, also have complete editorial independence and that means we get to do basically whatever we want each week and to have that freedom means that it it doesn't really get stale even though it can feel like a grind to make a podcast every week mm. uh recently i did a i produced an episode that was 
a investigation into the decline of key changes or modulations in Hot 100 pop songs over uh, the last 20, 30 years. And I thought maybe that maybe I can do this a little bit differently. I structured it in the form of a 1940s noir detective drama. And I I played this character named Joe Treble, who was investigating the death of the key change. It was very silly and very fun. I like that. And no one was there to tell me like that that it wasn't a good idea. So being able to 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 have a format of the show which remains the same, which is we're gonna investigate what drives the success of a pop song by listening really closely to it. But beyond that, we have a lot of flexibility with how we can approach those, that examination and those questions and that. And that means it's like, it remains really fun even after over 300 and under 400 episodes. Yeah. I mean, I love listening to the podcast as I've told you before. <laughs> I think it's been able personally to like reframe songs how i perceive songs in my head and make me find new appreciation for music that i would just deem as like boring or a skip it makes like skip songs like interesting yeah. to listen to even mm. um i love which that. i already told you that my greatest example of this was when you covered music for a sushi restaurant but mm. from harry styles mm. and that now that's my favorite song on the album because i can like contextualize it in like history and it makes it more fun for me to listen to um but i was also listening recently to one of my favorite podcasts one of my other favorite podcasts Lost <laughs> culturistas and they um referenced your podcast as for how i screen recorded it i will send it to you um uh, i'm they, sure i love i had no idea i love i love matt and bowen oh my gosh same don't we all um they referenced your podcast for how they gained their initial appreciation for um taylor swift and her lyricism and her songwriting and i was like wow would you listen to that it was a conversation with alana glazer hmm. and bowen was talking about um having listened to switched on pop and learning about how she's like just the genius songwriter that she is and that made them sort of reconsider her musicianship Wow. So, thank you for sharing that, Chelsea. I smell a a crossover episode. My dream. <laughs> a crossover between um Switched on Pop and Lost Culturistas or like could we get in the mix with that too? Yeah, let's make it. Let's yeah, let's let's all let's all get in there. All three. Drop. <laughs> so that's really cool to hear and I I have this I've had the same experience, Chelsea, because I didn't start the podcast as someone who loved pop music i i started it as someone who was a little bit skeptical of that genre and considered myself like i was saying earlier kind of like a, a you know a jazz snob like a classical music snob and mm -hmm. and someone who, who 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 probably looked down a little bit on pop music like like that of taylor swift and Oh and Carly Rae Jepsen and, and all these other uh, oh Carly Rae did not need to catch it there but okay. <laughs> right but 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 what I'm saying is the, the that was then and then I had my now you know my that was um, then and this is now 
Name name that tune. This is from a pop artist. You probably have studied her. I hate this game. <laughs> what, what? Uh, now look at me. This is the part of me. Oh. Um, well, yes. Part, part of me. <laughs> by who? Oh, I, I didn't mean I didn't mean to be mean. I thought you would know the answer. I, I should I should know this, Chelsea. Well, no, I mean you do. Run I, I do that. know it. I just I feel I'm. Uh, it's a hard game. It's uh, part of me. It's Katy Perry. Yes, yes, yes. yes. Oh, yeah, yeah. Another, okay. You got it. You're you're good. The Katy Cats, <laughs> they won't get you. Okay, play, speaking play some of Mazursky or Coltrane, I'm I'm all I'm all over it, but. But I am—I do host a pop podcast, so I guess I have no excuse. Speaking mm. of Katy Perry, is she yeah. A-list or B-list? This is important. This is like one of the thesis like <laughs> questions. <laughs> like, ever. <laughs> wow. I mean, in Anno Domini 2023, I feel like she's kind of B-list. Oh. Okay. I mean, I got a a email recently like a publicity email that was like Katy Perry hosts charity pickleball tournament and I was like that's that's I don't, I don't want anything to <laughs> well, do with be that sure to talk about that on the podcast <laughs> yeah, well, are you kidding I don't like any of those words like I don't I don't <laughs> you don't like the word charity I do not <laughs> <laughs> I thought you liked the environment. Mm. Um, no, I do like. I like one of those words. Um, <laughs> so I don't know. I don't know. This. What? What? What do you think? You, your your reaction when I said V list made me think like I. I you disagree. Well, I, I've been torn, which is why I think it's an interesting question to ask. It is an interesting. It's how. Question. It's one of the questions that led to Miles and I meeting and becoming friends in the first place because mm. we were in a USC publicity class and we had to faux like do a faux red carpet and our teacher said pick a celebrity who's b-list and i said katie perry and the whole <laughs> class kind of gasped oh well if this I was like, like four years ago then yeah i would i would it was two years ago two yeah, years ago two years even ago. two years ago i don't know i feel like she's she's dropped off a little bit yeah. My gosh. I don't know. I don't know. Everyone's but, a hater. Y'all don't know Middle America. But then I'm sure, I'm but sure then you're right, Miles. Miles Miles and I saw Katy Perry in Vegas and that sort of changed our opinion. But then again, like not everyone is seeing Katy Perry in Vegas. So does that change whether she's A list or B list or is that more of a different talent? It's just a question. I mean, she's probably she's probably still A list the more we're talking about this. I'm I'm realizing maybe. That's what I right? if you can sell shoes. If you can sell shoes. And be successful, your A list. Interesting. <laughs> okay, getting back into the interview portion <laughs> of this. Um. Oh wait, I actually want to ask a question based on us talking about pop. So now that you have grown to appreciate pop music, who is your current contemporary favorite pop artist, male and female? Mm -hmm. Okay. I'm gonna say so. You want two? You want two different gendered mm -hmm. categories? Mm -hmm. Okay, I guess I can. Uh, I can. I can. I can oblige. Uh, in the 
female category, I would say SZA is one of the oh. most exciting pop artists. Yeah. Uh, I I really well, I really like I love Kill Bill, which was maybe the biggest single from it. Uh, and there there's a song um, called. Uh, Gone Girl on that album that I really mm. like as well. Yeah. Gosh, that was my least favorite upon initial listen. Well, listen again, Miles. Oh. What was your least favorite on initial listen? Mine? Um was it F2F? No, I loved that. <laughs> and I loved the one with Phoebe Bridgers. Ghost okay, good. I was so because that yeah. was my favorite, and I was, was really afraid you were gonna say that one. I, I there were not a lot of duds on that album for me. I can I could really listen to it back and forth, but um, I actually don't think I don't think Snooze is is my is my favorite song on that album. That's controversial because it's like the second biggest hit. I know, I know, which kind of kind of surprises me, honestly. Me too. Me too. It's so non typical for a pop song. Yeah, kind of bored. I think she's I think she's really interesting. We not to you know plug the podcast but we did an episode about sos and uh i was really struck by the way she constructs and builds her melodies which is very atypical like you were just saying miles maybe for a pop star mm-hmm. they're, they're they don't have a lot of symmetry which is like one of the cardinal rules i think of, of a lot of pop songwriting that you know the syllables have to match up for each line and create this almost there's a word for it, melodic math is the term mm-hmm. they have to map perfectly so it really gets like stuck in your head as a listener when you when you hear it and SZA kind of throws that out the window and her melodies meander and they and they and each line is a little bit unique and and it makes it maybe a little bit harder to follow as a listener but also really rewards a lot of repeat listenings and and really establishes her own distinct sound world so i'm i'm a big fan of scissors and uh in the male <laughs> excuse me in the male category i mean it's not it's hard it's hard right they they're not giving out there yeah. i know i know <laughs> it's rough i mean i haven't spent a lot of time with bad bunny's newest album to be truthful but wow. Unverano Sinti is one of the most incredible pop albums of the 21st century and um, I think will really stand the test of time. So I'll say Bad Bunny. I think he's amazing. Speak on it. And then uh, for a trans artist, just to finish, you know, finish the all the box, check all the boxes. Um, I think, are you, you know, Arca, the. Yes. Yeah. Do we know Arca? Amazing. We look like we know Arca. Do you, do you know podcaster <laughs> on? <laughs> yes, we know Arca. Sorry, that was that was that was an offensive question. Um, right. Arca is amazing. They, I, 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 they just did this. I guess it, it's like a site-specific performance at the Park Ave, Park Avenue Armory in New York. This immersive, multi-sensory music dance explosion. I, I didn't go unfortunately but it looked I, I saw videos of it and it looked pretty pretty mind-bending so yeah arca great stuff mm-hmm. arca for those listening the producer of all up in your mind on renaissance think about that y'all yeah mm. yes yeah. yeah 
why it's the best song on the album. Ooh. Okay, I have a really you know, you know who um who oh, made that well... album? That's that was Beyonce. First Beyonce mention on the pod. Yeah. Well, at <laughs> least in the interview portion, I think right. we did already mention. We definitely already did in the other portion. Of She'll the be on one day, so it's not even like a problem. She'll be on with it. Yeah. Um. Okay. Important question. Yeah. In you are a professor some of the time yes. at USC. Mm-hmm. Mm. What is your um least favorite student. and most favorite type? Yeah, type of student by name, if you're comfortable. That's or what just, I was, yes, or just archetype of student. You can describe a person you're thinking of in like great detail, or exclude the name, or just like the types of students. And if it'll make you more comfortable, I could also chime in on this one. Um, <laughs> so uh, this question is not really for you. It's actually I just want to answer it. <laughs> yeah, no, why? no, no. It's for you. I just want to make sure, like, we're <laughs> we're all comfortable. Yeah. This sounds like uh, this might sound like a politician's answer. Uh, oh, leave uh, it on the playground. Leave it on the playground. I'm I'm I like any kind of student who shows up engaged and excited to learn uh every week so miles is the worst student and um, <laughs> and i think one of the best parts about getting to to teach college students is the experience of of meeting and getting to know students from such diverse backgrounds and and tastes and sensibilities and to me that is the magic of a class, a good classroom. I mean, I'm I'm not going to say every single class I've ever taught, but like a really good classroom is the, is powered by that that electricity of having a a group of of diverse students coming together to to investigate and think through something and and discuss in a robust but civil way uh, an issue that that is important to them that's like that's the best part of my whole job i would say you know that was a politician's answer because the question was what was your least favorite student <sighs> and all i heard about was positive 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 all right positive. well chelsea it sounded like you had some thoughts so maybe you can kick it off <laughs> um well i am a former politician myself wait, wait, whoa 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 I said, <laughs> i'm sorry wind the tape i said my least favorite Oh no, I didn't say that. I, I said I said my. Oh most yeah, favorite. let's rewind. Okay. Rewind it. Oh okay, okay. okay. I I did. Let me rewind. My rewind. least favorite student is the student who doesn't come to class engaged and excited to learn. Okay, Chelsea, take it away. Um. Well, I'd say that I loved every student at USC, and no one ever did anything wrong. Um, and they were always very giving. Um, and I think we that's a really good place to move on. So oh my God, <laughs> Chelsea, you gotta at least give one archetype of student you didn't like. Archetype of student I didn't like was um person who thinks they're good at networking and they're not. Mm. Which I would <laughs> there were literal students in the class who would try to teach us how to seem like you're genuine when you just want to network with somebody, but then they never seemed genuine in their networking, which was just. I mean, it was kind of entertaining in the, in the sense that it was humorous to observe, but um, 
that that was one type of student I encountered at USC. But I honestly partially blame just the music school for oh. hammering down the concept of networking without really teaching what that mm. meant. Mm. They just say the word a lot. Mm. No, but, I'll take I'll take that feedback. And uh... I mean, that's in the industry program, though. I don't know if. <laughs> <laughs> which, which we love on this podcast we love that program and they are awesome and perfect oh my god so uh I, I i have a proposal which is we we have like 12 minutes left uh-huh but i i i don't want to steal your thunder and i love all the questions that you've been asking and i sense that you have more and, and yet what would you say to me turning the tables and asking you two a few questions Oh, you can. You sort of ask answer. You ask can one. ask me a question. I love answering things. Okay. Well, my first question, thank you. My first question is is actually specifically for Miles because as we've been discussing, Miles was my student in music and ideas mm. at MUHL two fifty. And uh and despite and despite your um your, <laughs> your joke, Chelsea, I, I, I wanna say for the record, Miles was a exemplary student someone i always looked forward to having in class and mm, raise uh, raise the level of discourse uh for for everyone but i also uh i'm, I'm curious how much of uh that class you retained Miles. so i thought i might uh ask you a few uh questions about some of the key concepts that we we covered together oh see and this is people love this segment of the podcast because mm, pop quiz i'm so, mad about uh, we spent a few classes talking about Beethoven's Fifth Symphony. Yes, my favorite. Yeah, what what uh what key is that symphony in, Miles? Do you remember? Um, C, C major or minor? Minor. Yes. Wow. Ding ding ding. Oh, is, I knew you could do it. Start. You know what? <laughs> they say I don't learn anything. I learn everything. So. <laughs> So Miles, you did great. I won't I won't I won't quiz you anymore. I, I, I have some other questions that I, I want to to know while I've got you here because I don't always get a chance to to ask um students and former students certainly. Right away. Um okay, so here's a question for you. Do students look at the website ratemyprofessor.com? Yes. 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 It, Do, it's almost law. It's what? It's it's almost law, you said? Yeah, like if you have like a below a 3.5, people are not taking your class. And if they are, it's because they don't look like they don't care. They don't give up. Like they're not going to pay attention. They're just taking the class. Even though, are, but do you do you also see it as a website where anyone can go and post anything because there's no like vetting process and you could be a, you know, student with some vendetta mm. because you got a grade you didn't like or something and you could just leave. Yeah, but like, I don't know. I feel like people look at that website as like, are you really going to, do you care that much? Are you really going to make review? Will you change your tone after learning that um, your overall score is a five out of five? Like, <laughs> I don't know why you're here asking questions when you're on the five scale. Like, Well, I'm not mad about it. <laughs> I, don't, I just don't know if it's in your best interest to, to criticize the integrity <laughs> I'm not asking. I'm not asking for myself. I'm I'm asking for my my the wider professoriate, mm. my my colleagues. I I'd say for the most part, I I understand that concern. I'd mm. say as a whole, 
that's likely not what's happening. I think most people are using it for their purpose. And all all rating systems have like bias because mm-hmm. you either feel really strongly or really negatively. But I'd say as a whole, the rate my professor reviews do accurately reflect a class I take. And oftentimes the reviews are like, um, they're tough, like tests are really hard, but you know, they really care. And with those classes, that's usually not going to like sway me from taking a class. Cause I just assume that I'm hey, Chelsea, better at te- what? Sorry to say, um, you're actually not a student anymore. So I don't know. Oh yeah. That- when I did do this and I'm speaking yeah. from all of the experience in the world across multiple universities across um, half a decade. Okay. That's no, thank you for answering. That's, that's really good to know. Yeah. 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 Uh, okay. I have some, I have some slang terms. I, I need you to define for me. Oh. Awesome. Okay. Low key. Girl, what? Like it's low key. Like, okay. Low key so is like, it's, uh, have you ever heard of the term DL? We keep it on the down low. Yeah. It's That's like, like that, right? Yeah, it's like it's like that. You don't want everyone to know. It's low key, like the okay. function. The party I'm going to is low key, meaning there's probably 20 people there. It's not a rager. Okay. But people will also use it if they're kind of like unsure about saying something. Yes. That's, I think that's the that's the because con- what you just said makes I'm I'm familiar with. But then there's this other context. It's I the think. same concept though. It's just like on the low key. This is my opinion. Like, mm-hmm. I think that's what it's ruined, like, rooted in. They'll just say, like, you know, low-key, that song was kind of bad. Or if it's someone like like Addison Rae's amazing new album that people don't want to admit mm-hmm. is good, you would say, <laughs> low-key, Addison Rae's album is really good. Ah, okay. So, like, sort this of. is, like, that's like saying, like, this is maybe an unpopular opinion, but... Right. Yes, yeah. Or like I'm like a little embarrassed to admit this, but or something like okay. Yeah, like I'm not I'm not speaking because it's it's low key and high key. Yeah. Like, I go, oh, you're high key annoying me. <laughs> I'm letting you oh, know. I like that. I like that. I'm annoyed. Uh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Very illuminating. Uh bus. <clears throat> like you're low key annoying me. Then it's more like, ooh. <laughs> what gotcha. did you do? Bussin is the bus next in. question. Yeah. Bussin is good. <laughs> right <laughs> yes it's that like let me speak y'all oh my gosh it stems from but like okay so the original term is busting like oh this is busting like it's just really good and then it's like black slang where it's not bussing because it's like it's busting but no t so bussing hmm. it's just like oh that's shit busting talking about food like mm, that's it's hard to explain if you, I don't know, like it just yeah, means, good. Good. means really good. Bussin. Okay. Oh, that's bussin. Okay. Okay. Great. Uh, mid. Uh-huh. Mid. It basically means bad, but like, it's not necessarily bad. It's just like unmemorable. Mm. So it's like, if you felt really strongly about liking this is an album and I just thought it was like fine yeah. and I'd be like, it was mid. Yeah, you could could you say um, you could, you could be like Nate Nate, Nate thought the SZA album was bussin', but I low key kind of thought it was mid. 
Yeah. Oh, wow. <laughs> Look at a learner. I always like, say our podcast is a classroom. So this that's is a lifelong there. student right there. That Happy. is a lifelong student. Wow. I like these. I like these terms. These are good. Um, okay. That was, yeah, uh, you, you and that was it. Them, you should use them all the time without without filter. <laughs> <laughs> I, I I have some more, but I feel like we're we're reaching, you know, we're reaching. One more, one more. Uh, faded. Faded. <laughs> yeah, like it's you're high. Faded. No, I know, I know that meaning, but I one of my students was like, "Oh, you fade like faded me." Like I didn't. Oh, say like to her, and she was like, "You faded me." That's like yeah. um, you like dodged my social interaction. Like uh, walking in the hallway and you look up and you see someone's eyes and they yeah. all see your eyes, but then you like look down at your phone and you don't, and you just walk past them. You faded them. Okay. Gotcha. Ooh, you faded. Yeah. And that, that's the, all the time we have for slang hour. <laughs> slang hour. Of oh, our wait. Jimmy Kimmel age gap segment. Wait, wait, wait. Before you go, before you go, we yeah, need yeah. your hot takes. Okay, let's hear. It. Yeah. No, this is you. What's a hot? Take oh, just just on any on any topic. Anything you come um, here to hot take. Anything. Okay, here's here's a here's a hot take for you all. Um, not everything is. Not everything that is described as AI is AI. Like, just because you uh you know used a computer to like calculate what what uh color people like or something that's not ai that's just mm. did like an equation when You're when so you bad. when when you write uh where i'm i'm i've been listening to this new beatles song they're like we used ai to separate it's like that's not ai you just like wrote a program to like separate two pieces of music that's not ai it's just mm. i don't know it's just like a, a couple some numbers you crunched it's not not everything is ai i'm so tired of like mm. every third email i get is ai this ai that and i look and i'm like no this is just like some some people running a computer program this is not ai i'm so tired of the overuse wow i'm, I'm really getting exercised as i talk about this right. um, stop stop people here's my hot take stop saying ai you say something else. It's not AI. Mm. We need AI out of the zeitgeist, and I agree completely. And that's why I'm thrilled that 2023 is almost over, because as we know, new year means new topics completely. <laughs> Amen. AI, thank God. Well, Nate, it's been an honor. It's been a pleasure. Truly. <laughs> thank you Miles, so much Kelsey, for coming. I, 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 what a thrill. I mean, I, I, I listen to your podcast and I, and you know, I always imagine my, I, I dare to imagine someday sitting down with you two. And now here we are. I'm pinching myself. I can't believe it. It, it was I even better than I, than I could have hoped. Well, thank you so much for coming on the podcast. I hope you come back again in the future and that you put in a good word to Vox Media so that we can make money <laughs> doing this. I, I, I'll send it up the chain and, uh, and Thank you so much for having me. What an honor. Oh, wow. Thank you. Thank you. Thank, thank you. you. Thank you. Talk to you soon. Bye, Miles. Bye, Chelsea. Okay, awesome. That was our beautiful, amazing, special guest, Nate. And, and podcast mentor. 
podcast really meant- helped us hit the ground running with creative differences in the first place and like, it's invaluable honor. resource to the podcast it's an honor that we have surpassed his numbers like you know as soon as we have but the student does become the master as if you're a good teacher you know what a joy to have someone on who um recognizes tone <laughs> both comedic tone and melodic tone that's when you know you've made it comedic and melodic tone what else do you need in this world all and right well that was an excellent interview it was so lovely talking to Nate thank love you him. thank you so much for listening to the episode we'll be back at some point with another one at some point. Oh, you're such an abandoning, you're an abandoning parent. I'm just an elusive creature. I like to keep <laughs> people guessing. We stay mysterious. Yeah. Um, well, we love you. Audience, if you're listening, you know where to donate. Venmo at Milos13. Thank you. Or at Milo Dog. This episode's been low-key fire. And um, I just think it might be our most busting episode yet. Yeah. Up. That's how we fucking sound. Bye, guys. Oh, um, not to fade. Bye, y'all. But, oh, I'm fading these bitches. <laughs>